Just calm down and I'll straighten you out, said Claude, and he waited for Bubber to settle. Just grab a hold of yourself. I'll try, said Bubber, and he sat hunched and tense. Well then, said Claude, and he gathered himself for the effort. Here's the situation. We are lemmings, we are mammals, and we are animals. Let's face it, like all animals, we have our little foibles. Various animals have their various idiosyncrasies. This one does this strange thing, the other one does something else, etc. and so forth. And the whole thing in a nutshell is that lemmings get together every once in a while and leap into the drink. That's our little peculiarity, you follow me? He paused, waiting for some kind of sign from Bubber, but Bubber said nothing. Uncle Claude continued. The problem with a deal like this is that you can't take it personally. It's what we do, it's who we are, and that's that. If you start getting morose about it, you just spoil it for everyone. Don't make a big thing out of it. Can lemmings swim? Bubber blurted out. Well, that's a good question, said Claude. Actually, no one knows whether we can swim or not. But the hope is that we can. After all, <laughs> there's about four million of us. I don't think we'd all just jump into the drink if we couldn't swim. He waited again for a sign from Bubber. None came. Anyway, he continued, the way I see it, the jump is only the first step. What's the second step, asked Bubber without too much hope. West, said Uncle Claude, and he pointed dramatically in the wrong direction. The second step is west. When does it happen, Bubber asked. When does what happen, asked Claude, who was so caught up in his oratory that he forgot what he was talking about. This leap, this business, said Bubber. Sometime this afternoon. What time? Well, no one knows the exact time. Then how do we know when we're supposed to do it? Well, no one knows that either. It's just supposed to become clear at a given moment that it's time for the leap, said Claude. He sighed a long sigh and tapped his foot on the ground, waiting for Bubber to pull himself together. He had nothing more to say. After a while, Bubber got to his feet and began walking slowly towards home. Uncle Claude followed. The plane was still deserted. A solitary lemming popped out of a burrow, dashed a short distance, and then disappeared into another hole. The lone figure only intensified the strange loneliness of the plane on this day. It gave Bubber a chill and he shuddered involuntarily. Nobody's around, he said. Hmm, said Uncle Claude. Doesn't that seem weird to you, Bubber asked. Claude stopped walking and for the first time noticed that the plane was indeed deserted. I knew something was odd, he said. Isn't it weird, asked Bubber. I don't know, said Claude. He stood drinking in the unfamiliar silence. Actually, it's kind of nice, he said. Peaceful. Bubber searched his uncle's face for a crack in the wall. A hint of humor, a trace of anxiety, something. But his face was a mask.